Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay, let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back to another week of The Blueprint Live with your girl, Miss Michi. Brought to you by Philly 101.5 and Indy 95.3 and Fluent Radio. Shout out to our partners, Be Your Own Kind and Miss Z with the T, honey. And thank you to our amazing sponsors, Tax Strategy, Black Dollar Days, Fire Infusions, and last but not least, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Okay, tune in every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time and at 9 p.m. Eastern Time in Philly. All right, y'all, it's showtime. Let's get it. What it do? Your favorite cousin, Young Jot, checking in. And right now, you're tuned into The Blueprint Live with my favorite, Miss Michi, all right? Hey, man, you know what it is. Keep doing what you're doing and keep it right here. Yo, what's happening? What's happening? Oh, it's about $2, Fable. Bankhead, Fable. Oh, hey, man. Check this out. I want y'all to tune in right now to the Blueprint Live with Miss Meachie. And I want you to tune in every Thursday at 6.30 Central Time. my special guest for tonight, Mr. Sean White, okay? Long-time friend of the show, y'all. Look, I cannot wait for him to come on and talk about tonight's project. Like, I mean, just everything that he's got going on, he has been doing phenomenal and doing his thing out here since we last had him on the show. So if you were wondering what's on the playlist, what was our opener for tonight, that was the one and only Kisses by Sean White, okay? If it's not on your playlist, what are you doing? 
Where are you living? Are you are you on a UFO? What's going on? Okay, you need this on your playlist. Now, I have to shout out to all of my listeners that are tuning in with me from Chicago, Jersey, Philly, and Houston. Um, I had a chance to go and touch down this weekend in Houston, and y'all, it's lit. It's lit out there, just like how it is in Chicago and all the other major cities. So everyone that's tuning in, all of my listeners, thank you so much. I don't care if you're tuning in with me live on Facebook and YouTube. If you tune in afterwards and we're on Spotify, iHeart, whatever. I appreciate everyone that tunes in, okay? And look, if you want to advertise with me, you all already know what to do. You got to reach out to me. Visit the bpmediacode.com. I would love to promote what you have going on, okay? And last but not least, thank you so much to our radio partners, Fluent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media, okay? You can hear the Blueprint live on all of those stations. So shout out to them. And of course, my amazing sponsors, Black Dollar Days, okay? Fire Infusions and Paris Ice Bar. After tonight's show, if you are following us, because you should be following on the Blueprint Media Company's page, okay? Everything will be hyperlinked. So all of my sponsors, any partners for the show, you all will be able to click right on their page and get in tune with what they've got going on, okay? And uh, shout out to Be Your Own Kind and Miss Z with the T, baby. We got some stuff coming up from them. Now, tonight's topic, I'm going to talk about it. Mean girls and boys as adults, okay? I've got a story for you. You all know every topic, it comes from story time. So we're going to talk about it. Before I bring on my special guest, let me see who is over here in the comments. Hey, Kyra, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, I, hold on, y'all, hold on. I'm about to bring Sean on in just a second because I already know why you're here, okay? Hey, Lisa, sending all the hearts. Y'all know. That's my heart right there. Definitely. Uh, Kyra said, love you, fam. You know, let me go ahead and bring Sean on. You know, I have been really excited to bring Sean back to the show. Definitely been, you know, that's that's a friend of mine, but that is literally, I'm a fan. I am a fan of the music. So I'm so excited to bring him on tonight. Uh, y'all make sure y'all drop y'all businesses in the comments. Let me put that prompt up. So while we're talking, drop it. You know, I want to connect with you. I'm pretty sure Sean wants to connect with you too. Okay, <laughs> so without further ado, let me bring on my special guest, Sean White. Sean, you ready to go? Cool. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm just trying to make sure the lighting is right. You good? You good. You good. What? Look, what's going on? How, how are you feeling? You got a new project out. Kisses. Yes. Kisses album is out. How yes. you feeling? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready now. I see it now. Yes, I do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me again. You've always been there for me. Thank you so much, girl. You're looking beautiful as always as well. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You know, look, I was just telling them before I brought you on, I'm like, you know, outside of just, you know, our industry, you know, especially here in the in our area is really small. So we see each other all the time. And yeah. I have just I've ever since I've started hearing your music, I've instantly been in tune. So I'm a, a, a fan and a friend, you know, like you this project, I was listening to it. I'm like, Sean did his big one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, and it and it and it uh feels good to know that people appreciate the work that you put in. Cause you know, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this, I've been doing this for a while. So, you know what I mean? Um, and for people to actually say, yo, we feeling this album and we feeling this song with, yeah. for, for uh, people like Slick J Adams, which I listened to before I really got big into the game to say, yo, let me jump on that, man, to actually 
want to be a part of what I've, you know, created, man, it's just, it, it humbles you and it, you know, and it, you know, keeps you going. So, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, when we, the last time that you were on the show, Sean, we mm -hmm. were in the midst of the pandemic, you know, it, everything kind of kicked off after our last time of you being on the show. Besides, you know, kind of talk to me about what was going on with you leading up to the Kisses album, because it's been, what, about maybe two years now? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, um, you know, I was in the process, we was in the process of uh, getting ready to uh, go on tour and do all type of things. So when that pandemic happened, it messed up a lot of things. We was actually going to release some other music. The Kisses album uh, was something that, that came after the pandemic. I was going to release something else previous to that but i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm to put everything to the side since everything is closed down once everything opens up we're gonna start back and we're gonna get it going so you know okay. the kisses song you know was out for a while but uh all of the other songs were are relatively new that that was added yeah. to the album so yeah so look you know whenever you because when you came on the show last time i made you pick a favorite so yeah. I think let, let's let's roll it back because I, I want to share with you one of a couple of my favorite songs from the Kisses album. But I want to know for you, which one is like the, the standout song for you? On well, I got list? two of them. But if I had between the two, pick between the choose two, it would be uh, Love Don't Wait. Love Don't Wait is like the uh, favorite for me of the album. Okay. You know, yeah. Uh, the second one would be uh, Kisses remix with uh, Slick. You know, I mean, that would be those. So those would be the two. Now, what about what? So, what are your favorites? Okay, look, hold on. Let me let me just pull up the whole playlist because <laughs> I and look, I have it right here. Okay, so first off, I really enjoy Sean. The so your introductions and your outros. I told you I've been a fan, so we gonna go there tonight. Yeah. So. Uh, they've always been on point and it puts me in the mindset of like the, you know, that, that R and B that we used to listen to, like not so much as the eighties, but like between that and, and now. Mm -hmm. And so definitely like your intros and outros are amazing. I, something different is the song when you feeling spicy. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's the one, but I did. Um, you know, I, I gotta have that. I gotta have the spicy shit. I gotta have it on the album. You did. And it was spicy. I was like this. I was like, I think I'm blushing in the car. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So that, I think it's that one. And then um, definitely, I really liked All I Need and I Love You Too. I felt like those were really two beautiful songs that okay. were on this album. Yeah, I would say that I, I tried to, you know, to be transparent. I tried to uh, touch every subject that I possibly could, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. With, you know, my experiences in my life, you know what I mean? I'm okay. cut from that R&B cloth, you know what I'm saying? I'm cut for that 90s R&B cloth. I, in my opinion, I think 90s R&B is a, late 80s, early 90s R&B and up into 2000s are the best music as far as like R&B, in my opinion. So, you know. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I listen to a lot of it. And then, of course, you know, I got you on the playlist too. <laughs> Thank you. You always show me love, girl. Always. Yeah. You look, when I tell people that I legitimately I support the artists and especially the artists that's from, you know, from, from my area. Yeah, we gotta rep each other hard. Like that, that is how you see mainstream artists get to where they are. Like we have to support all the artists, no matter okay. where okay. they're at, you know? Yeah. And you know, so for you, I was so excited to see you've been, you know, you've been popping up. Sean, at yeah. some amazing places. I mean, you've been singing the national anthem and a few different things. And, you know, I even saw when you opened up for Kiki Wyatt. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Actually, I did a, 
I did a couple shows with Kiki. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I yeah, can hear I, did, you. I did a couple shows. I did one with her maybe, and uh, I think it was 2018 maybe I did one with her, and I did okay. one again with her in Atlanta. So uh, this past, okay. you know, uh, April. Uh, so, yeah. And she's a down-to-earth girl as well. I mean, I've always been a fan of her music, but to actually yeah. sit down and talk with her, you know, she's down-to-earth, man. She's not full of herself. So, you know, this love. So I love that. So was it great for you to really get back on the road after, you know, we all kind of had that time where the world, we all had to sit down somewhere. Was it good getting back out there? Definitely. That. It felt like because, you know, I'm so calls when I'm trying to talk with That's you. Okay. I'm so That's okay. That's uh, look, look, we know, we look, we know you busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was a nightmare because, you know, the whole, your whole music industry revolves around you being able to go this place, go that place, go to this club, go to that uh, you know, so for you not to be able to do it, it's like, yo, you cutting off my my bread. You cutting off where I'm getting my money. At, you right. know what I'm saying? It's like, right. you know, it's terrible. So for us to be back at it, it's like a, a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? So, you know, we can all, we, all of our artists and entertainment can do what they love. So, you know. Now, you know, I've seen you perform a couple, well, I would say several times now over the, the last several years. Yeah. And you always put on such a great show, right? Thank you. Thank you. And I want to know if, if for someone that hasn't attended your show, what is the, you know, what can you explain as the experience when they come out to hear you perform? Well, the energy that I want to give is authentic on beat. I mean, it's, it's a love energy. It's like an energy of, you know, you don't want no hostility. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to just, you know, be with your girl, be able to get up and dance with her, kiss her, kiss her, you know, buy some roses at the show, buy, you know. It's it's yeah. all about love and it's all about happiness at my at my shows because you know what I'm saying I represent that good music you know what I'm saying right. I mean that's what it's about good music music is so powerful that it would put it could put a feeling in your head you was thinking one way you listen to some music it'll put you yeah. in a whole nother level so you know music is very powerful so when you yeah. come to my shows it when you don't leave that you're gonna want to go home with your man or your woman and y'all gonna want to make love you know what I'm saying that's what it's about so you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, look, we're making love in 2023, okay? That's right, that's right. <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's now, right. I want to know from your perspective, because like I said, with this album and your past albums, you definitely give us that true R&B. What do you feel about the current state of R&B in 2023? Well, you know, I can't I can't knock um, what the guys are doing. I mean, I would put like this, they they making things that's for their generation. You know what I'm saying? If they were... If they came up in my generation, they probably would make different type of music. I love yeah. all of the music, but you know, um, you know, what I, I can relate to the music as well. But is it different? Yes, it's, it's a lot different than the R and B that I'm uh, that I'm accustomed to listening to. But you know, okay. I can't knock the guys up. They doing their thing. They're making money, and uh, you know, they, you know, making people feel good. So that's what it's about. You know. All right. Yeah. Look, great answer. Look, that that I, I would I would say that too, because you know what, you're right. It is very generational, right? Mm -hmm. We can't, you know, you'll get some artists that just like, oh, I'm not, you know, feeling that type of thing or the mumble rap. You know, I hear a lot of that amongst artists, but yeah, I, I you really can also you can also learn a lot from the new generation by listening to their music as well. So Absolutely. you listen to a younger, uh, a 19, 20 year old, you listen to their music, what they talk about, you can learn. A lot that they where their head is at and where uh you know where their uh mindset is at and, you know all that type of stuff. So it's good to be able to listen to not just R and B, not just hip hop, but all genres genres of music. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's the way it should be. So now I want to ask from when you released your first project versus to where we are now with the the Kisses album being out. How mm -hmm. do you feel that you've evolved as an artist? Well, I, I evolved the most 
uh, when it comes to business. I mean, that was the most important, being able to uh, have an, uh, you know, make sure your paperwork, your, your, your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, you know what I'm saying? That's make right. Sure that's right. But as far as coming along, I've learned a lot of different, I got more uh, relaxed on the stage as well. I mean, uh, you learn you learn as you go. A lot of this stuff is uh, le- um, learn as you go. You know what I mean? But okay. the main thing that I would I got out of it and I would ask any artist that's coming out is to make sure your business is on point. So, you know what I mean? That's right. Basically, so. You know what? I had to learn that too. And you're right about the, like, kind of learning as you go. You don't know about certain things within any industry until you kind of bump into it. Yeah, facts. Definitely, definitely. Well, I want to know, because, you know, we were talking a little bit before I brought you on. You mm-hmm. got, uh, you know, a few things that's coming up that you want the people to know. So yeah, yeah. I, actually, I got something that. coming up on the 18th uh, with the, uh, I got to read for my, you know, Lisa sent me some notes. I got to read. So uh, <laughs> hey, from the Lisa. national, uh, I'm, I'm going to be singing the national anthem at the NFL Retired Players Association. I do that every year. So uh, it's going to be on the 18th. Uh, all of the retired NFL players, man, they should always show me love. I think this may be my fourth year doing it. Oh, um, my goodness. Yeah. You just started a, a tradition, Sean. Oh, hey, hey, it is what it is. For them <laughs> to actually accept the brother, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm humbled by that. You know, we got some tours coming up, but we ain't, it's not ink yet, so we can't really say. We don't want to bring it out until it's actually ink. But uh, right. it's a lot of stuff going on, so, yeah. Well, you know, look, you know, I'm going to be in the show in the Chicago or the surrounding areas. So. I already know. I know you're going to be one of the first there. I mean, I know that for a fact. For sure. For sure. OK, so we got that going on. OK, mm-hmm. where where else can they catch you this summer? Well, uh, I mean, at, right now we we uh, let me see. Hold on. Oh, is, it, so is, is that and then the tour? OK, OK. Yeah, we the tour. The tour is the main thing because the new album just came out. So whether yeah. it's doing radio interviews, I got something coming up with. uh. I'll be uh, on AC Green on 106.3. I think it's Sunday, this Sunday. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I got a couple of, uh, you know, we, we want to push the new album now. So we're going to be on all different radio shows and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm really, really hopeful for this one particular uh, tour. It's going to be awesome. It's, one of, it's with one of the greats that I listened to growing up. So, you know, yeah. I'm not going to say anything that once it's signed, then y'all will be the first to know. So. I know. Look, you look. I, I, you know what? I love it because Sean. One thing he gonna do, I can get the exclusive. Okay, and oh, you yeah. know, I'm gonna right. let people right. know. I'm gonna let them know. Now, look, if you can, if you can give any advice, Sean. Now, because it's like you know, like you said, you are you are a veteran as far as with this. If you can give a piece of advice to anyone that's aspiring to jump into the music game, what would be your piece of advice you would share with them? Besides the business side, um, let's stick, um, stick to you. Stick to what's what comes good to you. you don't, I mean, you got too many artists trying to be everybody else. You know what I'm saying? You got seven or eight artists sounding the same. Why not just be yourself? Well, this, this should be a way where you can come and you can sound like yourself. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're going to have certain um, influences and you may hear it in the music, but most of all, you should bring, bring something new to the game and, and try to be yourself with it. You know what I mean? So Definitely. be original um, and make sure your, uh, your paperwork is right. Okay. Sean yeah. dropping gems on y'all. Okay, <laughs> they need to be taking notes. <laughs> hey, I'm still learning as I go, but as I as I learn and as I see as the music kind of saw myself, I don't want to hear the same thing over and over. I want to hear new stuff and different stuff. You know what I mean, so that's yeah. just me. Yeah, this. I mean, you know what? I've listened to uh, to all of your projects, and I mean, and they're all uh, solid. I don't. I, I think that we you've been able to make music for us that kind of moves with the times. Yeah. So um, I, I'm appreciating this album and where. 
I'm at right now. Thank you, you know? so much. And I appreciate I appreciate that you appreciate it, man. Yeah. Five years ago, I was praying to be able to sit down and talk with someone like you about yeah. my work that I do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I, I take it as a blessing and I take it. I just keep pushing and keep moving forward. So, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sean, I um I thank you for taking some time out of your much busy schedule, <laughs> okay, to come and, and chat with me about your new project. You know, I've just like I said, a, a fan for sure. I love I, you know, I, I'm loving this project. Definitely got my phase, and you know you're gonna be adding on to the blueprint live playlist. So hey, hey, I appreciate that. Every the every ear that hears it get a chance to uh you know what I'm saying, know who I am, and then, you know, it gets me a chance to do more and more, so thank you so much, and I appreciate you, girl. Anything you got coming up, just call me, just call me one time, and I'm there, baby. We Look, we already working that out, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm definitely, uh, for, for sure, I tell everybody, I'm like, my day ones, my next project that I am working on, I have something that is going to really, it's, it's going to knock the socks off of the game, and you are definitely a part of it, so. Appreciate that, thank you, thank you. For real. For real. Well, I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, beautiful. See you later. All right. <laughs> Bye. Y'all, make sure that you go and you get the Kisses album, okay? You can literally on any platform, okay? I don't care where you listen, wherever you're listening, okay? You can go ahead and get the Kisses album. I, Like I said, I have my favorites from the album. I mean, it's the something different, y'all, okay? Side note, let's take let's get our wine real quick. The song is sexy, y'all. It's real sexy. You all need to get in tune with it right away. <laughs> Let me get over here in these comments. I'm sorry if I missed anybody. Kyra, I'm good, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay. I I love it. Hey, we got the full circle TV show. Okay, come on now. Hey, hey. She said, I love the album. I want to bring you all's comments back up. What's up, Auntie Tracy? She said, hello, gorgeous. Hey. What's up, David? We got you tuning in from Cedar Hill, Texas. I was just out in Texas. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, sir. Kyra said, I love the album. I know, right? Yes. That song was, I mean, first off, the whole album was everything. But, though, you know, I have, I have my favorites now. I have my favorites. Uh, I just, I'm so thankful that you all tuned in. And again, you know, if you're just now joining us, that's okay. David, I was out in Houston. I was out in Houston. I was. I talked about it on the show last week. I want to leave the information up for Sean while I take a really quick break. So just in case if you uh, missed the interview uh, that opened up the show tonight, I want you all to stream his album Kisses. Like, y'all, we got we to gotta turn it up. If you are listening right now, I need you to turn it up. I need you to get it. I personally, y'all know I'm on Spotify, okay? That's what the Blueprint Live playlist is. So I'm going to put a couple of those songs up, but you all need to go and listen to the entire album. That's all I'm saying. So I'll leave that information up so that you can go ahead and take a look, but I got to take a quick break. Be right back. Introducing the Roach Motel Ashtray, the greatest ashtray in the world. It's the ashtray of every smoker's dream. And the reason why is because it has a storage compartment with a lid on it, so you can keep all of your stuff away from the ashes. It's luxurious. It'll change your life. That's right, the Roach Motel Ashtray. And you can get it at www.roachmotelstore.com. Log on now and get yours today. The Black Dollar Days initiative has officially kicked off. Make sure that you join founder Faye Porter 
and her mission in uplifting the black community. You can join by registering your business or just replying that you're in and you're ready to be in on this initiative. Okay, visit theblackdollardays.com and do what you need to do to be a part of this. Be a part of the change that you want to see. Make sure that you follow them on all social media and let them know that the blueprint will be All right, y'all. It's time yeah. for Hate It and Love It. Let's, Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Blueprint Live. It's your girl, Miss Michi. Now, like I was telling y'all earlier, if you missed my interview with the Sean White, I need you to go back and listen after we wrap up, okay? Because why? Why did you miss it? But I'm going to leave the information up so that you all can go and get that album, okay? The Kisses album is out right now. Um, before I jump into my head and love it, let me jump back into these comments real quick. Um, Kyra said, of course, I know you're doing it, girl. Thank you so much for supporting Black people. Oh, no, girl, look, it is my, whoo, God wanted me to do this. He, he, this is, this is, this is God that's helping me do this, okay? Network. Yes, what, whatever, whatever y'all need, tag it in the comments. If I have not followed you yet, I literally go back through the comments after the show and make, make it a point to connect with everybody who I haven't gotten the opportunity to connect with. So, yes, let's make sure we definitely do that. If y'all got a YouTube, whatever you want me to subscribe to, let me know, okay? Now, to kick off tonight's Hate It and Love It, you all know I was telling you last week that I had an opportunity to go out to uh, to Houston, over the weekend to celebrate my girl Chanel's birthday. Shout out to Chanel. Uh, it was her 33rd birthday. We were out there having a good time. That is, you know, it's a double love it because I was able to go and I had a great time with all the ladies. There was about eight of us and we had an amazing time. The food, the drinks, the music, the vibe, it was everything. Okay. So that's one, but in my memories, uh, on Facebook, it, my there was a memory that popped up um, where my show got syndicated out in Houston. You all know I've got people that listen to me out in Texas. Thank you all. Um, I had not been to that part of Texas before. I had gone to Dallas and that was the only time, but I didn't get a chance to go to Houston. So the fact that my show made it out there before I did, <laughs> I'm like, that is God. Okay. That is nothing but God. So um, that is definitely the love that I wanted to kick it off. So shout out to my girl, Chanel. Shout out to all the ladies that were there with, um, with Chanel that were celebrating. We had an amazing time. Okay. So that's it. But okay. I have a love it. I mean, not, a, I have a hated it that comes from that though. So there was one night that we went to uh, the club called Spaces and there was actually a couple little places that we went to. One of the places, I'm going to drop the name. Y'all, I pulled up and for all my Illinois folks, it was given Adriana's. And I said that to the girls that were with us. I was like, it's given Adriana's. Where, where are all my people that know what Adriana's? I'm, I'm, y'all know what I'm talking about. So we quickly pulled away from there. We went to a place that was a little bit more within our age range, Okay. But we went to spaces and um, the vibe was going. It was really nice. It was cute in there. You know, it was it was just giving real like y'all remember the club in Belly or whatever. Like it was giving one of those, but like a little upscale. I'm like, OK, I like it. So we wanted to get a section 
And by this time, when you know, by the time that we showed up, um, they only had a few tables left. And the last one was, uh, they said you had to purchase four bottles at $300 a piece. I'm like, well, we can give you like maybe the cash for like two to three. Are you guys okay with two to three? If there's eight of us, we'll order some other stuff too. Yeah, they weren't going for that. Um, bottle service at the club sucks because why am I going to pay $300? $300 for a bottle that I can go and get for under $65. And then that does not even include taxes and gratuity. So it would have been $1,200 plus taxes and gratuity. Yeah, I'm not about to spend that at a club. I would never go and spend more than my mortgage at a club. Mm. Mm. It's too much. Let's see. David said H-Town is great. I was out there for my sister and brother-in-law birthday and their birthday party was lit out there. Where did they go? Drop the place. Drop the place. Well, I have to put that back on my list. Go ahead and drop that for me. Drop that for me, David. Yeah, no, I enjoy uh, Houston overall. Like I said, every place that I went to, it was a good time. Um, definitely love it all around, but the bottle service, I don't care if it was in Houston, Chicago, Tampa, wherever bottle service, uh, they, they, they do a little bit too much. Like I like the clubs that's like this, Hey, you know, you could pay 150 for this bottle and they'd be nice, nice little clubs, you know, like y'all know I'm in my thirties, baby. I, I can't be doing all that. And then one thing, you know, auntie is not going to stand speaking of aunties. There was a song that my aunt sent me and I just, I want to play a little snippet of it for you all because it's called Auntie's, Auntie Outside Tonight. And I was just getting my whole life from this song and I really want to share it with y'all. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I could just pull up the chorus. My other lover, y'all. Auntie outside, okay? I feel like that's the summer anthem for me. Auntie outside tonight. He said, and you better have it wrapped up because she want to be home by two. I said, I was like this. My my auntie sent it to me. My, my auntie Frida sent it to me. And y'all, I listened to the song. I was like, that's the love it for this week. <laughs> that is the love it this week. That's the love it. Auntie outside tonight. We finally got an auntie out, like, like an anthem, you know? We got an auntie anthem. Now, let me swing the conversation just a little bit. And we ain't going to go down, but I want to have a real conversation with y'all. I know. Y'all like, what, she, what is she about to say? So I was having a conversation with my um, one of my close friends today. And we got on the subject of infertility 
Ooh, I know you say that word. It's like a taboo word, right? Um, but you know, you all know I've been very transparent as far as sharing different things with you all on the show about just my walk um, with the things that I've been through, and you know, we're, we're going to talk about it because I'm going to find some type of way to be like an advocate and like help other people, other women that look like me that have endometriosis, that have all of these different things that's going on, and. You know, her and I were talking about how sometimes people can be insensitive to things that they are not personally experiencing and how we have to provide safe spaces for uh, for for our loved ones, our friends, our family, our coworkers, whomever, um, when they're going through different struggles that maybe everyone doesn't understand, such as infertility, such as um, having different illnesses and, and things of that sort. And that this particular one is a little bit of a hated and love it for for me personally um because you know it's hard sometimes when you're going through things and you're trying to express yourself because maybe you don't have like all of those safe spaces and i was so thankful today that um i was able to talk to my friend and actually be real with her in that moment like hey you know what this stung today in relation to talking about you know, my own things that I'm dealing with as far as with trying to, um, you know, family expand. And it can be an uncomfortable conversation. But um, I think that it's really important. The, the love it that comes from it all is that when you have those safe spaces where you can truly express yourself and you can truly talk about your experience without being judged, without being criticized, without being ridiculed in any type of way or you know, disciplined, whatever it is that may come when you share the things that are most vulnerable to you, there's power in that. So, um, you know, the hated it is, of course, that I'm going through it. Um, but my friend said something to me. She said, "Your what you're going through, your story is going to end up being someone else's, like, help guide, like, to it'll help them. And Sometimes when you're going through a storm or you don't really understand why you're in the midst of whatever you're in, it can be a lot. It can be troubling. You know, it can. And, you know, I can talk about it now without like the tears, but I had the tears earlier, you know, and, and we, we, we have to have that transparency. You know, my friend, she told me today, she said, you know, she's like, sometimes it just seems like that you just have it together or you do whatever. And I'm like, we're all fighting with different things and having silent spoken and unspoken battles, right? But for me, I'm going to continue to keep shedding light on some of those things because there's somebody that's going through that too. And they may not have such an outward approach, but if I'm going to have my platform, I want to, you know, I, I talk about the things that are personal to me, not just with the celebrities and with my guests, but also things that's going on here too. So shout out to my friend. Shout out to anyone that is out there that like, you know, you're getting those probing questions. When are you going to have kids? When are you going to do that? And you have a story that if they only knew, okay, nine times out of 10, they wouldn't ask you that. <laughs> and they would recognize how incredibly rude it is. But um, shout out to anyone that is going through a spoken or unspoken fight. Okay. That's the love it this week. I love y'all. Um, I want to get into David's comment, which you didn't typed over here for me. He said, I'm so glad you had a good time out there because Houston is wonderful. Their birthday party was actually held at their own nightclub called Porf 
poor behavior. Ooh, and that place was off the chain. Everyone showed up and showed out there. My wife is going to send me the link so I can send it to you if you ever want to do business with them. Ooh, send it my way. Swing my way. <laughs> so those are the hating and lovers for this week. Let me know how you all are feeling. Like what's been going on with y'all this week? Drop it in the comments. I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, y'all, tonight's What Would You Do? This guy needs our help. And it's a little bit of a, this was a little, a little lengthy. I must say myself. But he needs our help. So we got to help him out. I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come right back, we got tonight's What Would You Do? Be right back. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. <sighs> All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. <sighs> hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. And now, introducing one of the newest Boss Fluent creations, Lady. Lady is a women's fragrance that will leave men mesmerized and have you feeling beyond amazing. Its sweet and soft aroma will bring out your inner divine feminine and keep him wanting more over and over again. Lady, a Boss Fluent product coming soon. Make sure you check out our fragrances and much more online at www.bossfluentent.com. Let's get into today's What Would You Do? Well, we're talking about real situations with real people and offering real solutions. Welcome back to the Blueprint Live. I want to thank everyone that is tuning in with us on Facebook and YouTube, as well as Fluent Radio, Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media, okay? Tonight's What Would You Do? Ooh, baby. It is, um, this guy's got a situation here. Let me take my sip. Mm. I need that, okay? Whew. And make sure y'all dropping y'all businesses in the comments. I see business owners, but I do not see businesses being dropped in the comments. Drop it in the comments. So tonight's what would you do? I've been dating a girl and my friend is getting in the way. I feel betrayed. I think my friend likes the same girl I've been seeing. So I've been seeing her, let's see, oh my goodness, for about six months. Nothing is official, but we hang out, go on dates, stay over, and have been intimate. The girl's from work. Um, I'm 30 and she is 28. However, my friend who works on the same team has always been friendly with her. He's 22. With all due respect, he is not good looking. 
only work friends. They've never spoke outside of work prior. Since we've been hooking up, she's been speaking to him about me and obviously asking him for advice, etc., seeing as though he knows me quite well from work. However, recently he has been seeing her outside of work, going for walks and such to speak. He keeps saying he needs to speak to her about his issues too. He constantly texts her and when we're out together, texts that he misses her and he loves her in a joking way, but I'm starting to think that there's more to it now. He keeps dragging her away from work to speak to her. I don't want to say anything as she's free to do as she wishes because we're not a couple, but it's starting to get me down as it's so obvious. He doesn't contact me anymore since he started to go for walks with her. She did say to me that she thinks maybe he might like her, but doesn't know what to say because she doesn't like him in that way. I didn't really carry the conversation on as I don't want to come across as that guy. I'm not concerned at all. Anything will happen between them. That isn't my issue. However, it's bothering me that it's affecting my time with her. I don't know how, I don't know what he could be saying too. And I feel kind of betrayed by him in a sense. I want to confront him, but I'm pretty sure he won't admit that he likes her. Then I feel he may go back and say, I'm trying to stop them from being friends. How do I go about this? Do I just cut ties and keep it professional and work? Do I confront him or do I speak to her? What would you do? Yikes. Oh, this situation is a little bit rough. So he's dating a girl from work. The girl from work and his friend had never spoken outside of work like that. But then all of a sudden they are talking to one another. Mm. And he wants to know, should he confront the situation? So this is the thing. You know, I always talk about on the show, keeping things in the gray area. Okay. He said that they're not a couple. Nothing is official. They're just kind of willing and dealing. So this is the part where you have to, you know, not enforce because enforce sounds like such a harsh word, but you have to really talk about some of those um, boundaries that you may have. Okay. So for those that are just coming in tonight, what would you do? The guy is dating his female co-worker, his other friend from work, who is a guy, is now having conversations and speaking with her outside of their arrangement. He's kind of fell back from the friend. Now, this is the thing. Women, y'all, we know when a guy likes us, just like guys know when a woman likes them. It just is what it is. So... She's entertaining me because she likes the attention. So you can go about it one of two ways. I feel like if you have a conversation with her or him, it's going to give off insecure. It's going to give off, I don't feel secure. So what would I do if I was a guy? Because I wouldn't do if I was a girl. Lock it down. Like, look, you know, you my woman or whatever. And I know you're going to have, you know, friends, guy friends, whatnot. But you know, they don't need to be texting and doing all that extra because we together. That's how you do that. So for tonight's, what would you do? The advice would be to lock it down because until you do, she's free to talk to whoever she wants to. Just like you are. Dudes be talking in between girl groups all the time. I know y'all haven't seen it. You can act like you haven't. You can act like you probably haven't been a part of it at one point. It's the truth. So 
That's what I would say in this situation. Lock it down. If you go and talk to him, you know, or if you go and talk to him, you can casually bring it up. Like, hey, like, are you feeling shorty or whatever? Like, you know, that's my little whoop de whoop. <laughs> Does that sound like a dude? You you know, you my little, that's my little, that's my gal. Put something out there. Just be like, damn, bro, you ain't saying nothing to me. What's going on? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. For me, I'm a little bit more confrontational. So I'd have been like, what y'all talking about? You know, that's my little, that's my little, yeah. That's my little boo thing. That's my boo. What you got to talk to my boo about? Let's go over here. And let's let's all go and have a conversation. Because that's my boo. I mean, people, I feel like, make communication harder than what it needs to be. So for tonight's What Would You Do? Throw some balls. Just say what you have to say. Like... Yeah, I'm talking to Shorty, whatever. This what would you do is very simple to me. And it's not even so much as a confrontation. Everything doesn't have to be a confrontation for there to be communication. They're not synonymous. You can have a conversation without it being something where things get heated. People get like, you know, defensive. It doesn't, it, it, it absolutely doesn't have to be like that. It just doesn't. So yeah, let's pony up. But you, that's not your girlfriend. That's not your girlfriend. Uh, David, hold on. David put up the links for poor behavior in Texas. Hold on. I'm sorry I missed your, those comments. Like, hold on, let me pull this up. Okay, David said they have to decide at some point whether you want to turn the page, write a new story, or close the book altogether. I turn the page on the next chapter and move on. Not even think about that person no more. That's how I will feel. So, David, from your perspective, are you saying to forget about the friend or are you saying to forget about the young lady that he's seeing? I, I do. I want to, like, make sure that I have full context of which one you're talking about. Uh, Kim said a word. Oh, hey, Kim. Hey, sis. Sis, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. Um, yeah, to me, this, 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 what would you do is simple. Like, she's entertaining that guy. She knows that he likes her. She's doing that for one or two reasons and then he's just so much old you know like she's so much younger than her so i don't think she's really taking it seriously we have to be secure you see like for me i'm petty so if it was like say if it was another i mean oh my goodness i'm trying to think in my lifetime let me go back in my life okay you know what? A real life instance. And Kim knows. And that's why I'm going to keep her a word up here for just a second. So, Kim, you remember. <laughs> we're just going to say French braids. That's what we're going to say. So there was definitely um, there was definitely a time. And I've, I've talked about this on the show. So this is not new to my longtime listeners um, about, you know, dating a coworker at the time. And, you know, there's a way that you can kind of like politely let somebody know, like, this person is somewhat spoken for. But this particular guy, we'll call him French Braids. Um, <laughs> he was just, you know, he was a whore. So uh, needless to say, it didn't matter if you were staking claim. He's just like, I'm for the streets. He, he was for the streets before being for the, the streets became a, a thing. Um, but there will be newbies and different people that would come on and, um, you know, 
at the time when we were talking and it was just like, oh yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, like we're friendly. Wink, wink. Like, girl, we at work. We friendly, you know, whatever. Um, but like I said, he was for the streets. So that was a little bit different. This guy is actually in this, what would you do? He's trying to be locked down. He wants to be locked in with Shorty. And I just don't think it's working like that. <laughs> David said, because somebody better will come along. That's how I see it. Can I let people go quick? Okay. Okay. I understand. Yes, Kimberly is Mr. Bray my hair. <laughs> Mr. I'm going to do my hair braider. <laughs> Trash. Basura. <laughs> David said if she's not taking it seriously in a relationship and still playing games and not taking a step further, then she's not ready to grow up and that other person needs to not see them no more. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would just have like the conversation like look you know like are we rocking or whatever the case is because like i'm not really trying to get into no workplace drama you know i mean you could you could approach it at that angle like i'm on my grown man type of stuff i'm 30 years old <laughs> y'all because when i turned 30 that was my thing i'm like i'm 30 now like get somebody else to do it <laughs> this what would you do is simple it's just communication i mean i would say that hey like Clearly, if you're feeling some type of way about who she's talking to, you may be wanting something a little bit more than the situationship that you set yourself up with. Now, we know that the probability of a situationship turning into a relationship, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's, it's successful. Sometimes it is not. So you take that chance if you want to, but you're going to have to have a conversation about your expectations and either you're going to have to reduce your expectations or, you know, just accept the fact that she's going to talk to, you know, whoever she wants to talk to, if you still want to be involved with her, or if it's just like, Hey, I'm really trying to lock in with you, you know, like, but you, you know, kind of talking to the other guys on the team or whatever the case is, that's not something that I really rock with. And I'm not trying to stop you from doing what, what you need to do, but it's something that is not comfortable for me. So, you know, we're going to continue to rock. Then I want us to be locked in. I want us to be in tune. That is personally what I would say if I was in his shoes. Um, because he's not wrong for having a boundary or for feeling uncomfortable with their interactions. He's not wrong. I don't think he's wrong. But I think that when you look at it as having a conversation, like it's a confrontation, you're already going into it with a horrible mindset. And that's, that's on period, okay? So I want you all to drop your responses in the comments for me, okay? Um, I have to take a really quick break. And when I come back, I got some updates for y'all. Like, it's been a few things that's been happening uh, in the news that are a little bit alarming that I think that we need to definitely take a look at. So I'll be right back. Hey, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in, reminding you to shop my exclusive collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, where we've got shades and everything that you need to look fly. Oh, and we also offer accessories. So ladies, put a little bit of razzle-dazzle in your collection today. Be sure to shop with me and follow on social media at Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Grab your products today at MissMichi.com slash shop. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this 
and connect with this. We reconnect with each other and build family memories we will carry with us forever. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. It's easy. Just put in your zip code to find family-friendly outdoor destinations near you. You'll also find guides to free activities, games, and amazing forest facts. Give the magic of the outdoors to your kids and reconnect with your family. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Time to get into what's happening and what's up in these streets. Let's get it. To the Blueprint Live is your girl, Ms. Michi. Now, I'm just queuing up tonight's uh, what's happening, what's up, because, baby, it's been a lot this week. Now, first off, before I logged on tonight, one of my little places, my little favorite places to shop, y'all, they was in the news. And I don't want y'all to talk about Ms. Michi because of where she be shopping at from time to time. But they come through in a clutch for your girl at all times. And my girlies that know, even some of my guys, okay, that know, they know, okay. Did y'all see that she ain't got uh, hit with the Rico? With the Rico. They got hit with the Rico from stealing other people's ideas for the clothes. Y'all, she ain't got hit with the Rico. A Rico charge. The hell I need my I need some moonshine for this. Y'all, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, not she in. Not she in. And she said, absolutely. Yes, no, look, y'all, I could not believe it. Okay. I couldn't believe it. So I don't know what's going to develop as far as from that story, but I will definitely be keeping you all in tune. I felt real bad. I felt real bad because I um I just made a couple purchases from them this week. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I really am. But I love them so much. I love them so much. Like y'all be ordering my little gowns from them. If y'all see it, it's probably it's probably from them. Like I, you know, I ain't made it. I, I'm I'm still on my rise up. I ain't made it yet. Where I'm just like this. No, it's I. We only do Balenciaga. We only do Fendi and Prada. No, she's not there. She's at she in Foreman Mills City Trends. It's 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 about how you wear the clothes, right? I'm gonna put on what looks good for me, and my look might be for less. So I'm really, it's really sad that they are stealing designs from. Uh, other designers that are out here. That's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And I promise y'all that after these last two orders that I just did this week, <laughs> these last two orders, I'm I'm gonna be done with them until justice is served. And as soon as it's served, I have some items in my cart that I would like to purchase. <laughs> no shade with it, no shade with it. <laughs> Moving on, okay. Now this story, y'all. Okay, y'all know we're gonna we're gonna go on a little bit of highs and lows today. But tonight's what's happening. What's up? So, y'all look. 
there is a YouTuber, YouTuber right now um, that he obtained some really, really bad autopsy photos of an 11-year-old boy that was murdered by his stepmother. He shared it onto YouTube and was charging users $3 per photo to view these, these autopsy photos of this 11-year-old boy that was murdered, okay? $3 to view them. People are sick out here. Y'all, I could not believe it when I read when I read that story. For one, why why are you going and why are you going and looking for pictures of an autopsy to expose like that? That's step one. And then charging $3 to to to, to view it. Now this story has prompted, uh, they're, they're trying to put in some legislation where it will be unlawful for someone to access those type of photos. Like they could essentially be charged as you would for like, um, what is it? Uh, revenge porn and things of that sort, you know, like it, it would, it would be up there as far as with that level of being unlawful if this legislation is passed. So, I certainly hope that that's the case because I mean, what a horror it must be for those, you know, for the family members that have to look at that. That is insane to me. It is absolutely insane. So um, that was definitely a story that was really, um, it kind of threw me off a little bit and I will definitely, yeah, won't, won't, won't be subscribing to that YouTube page, Okay. Now, moving forward, have you all seen the video that was floating around of the two young ladies that they were on their way to Las Vegas and they got into like an altercation that ended up landing them? They had to land in Denver and they arrested the two young ladies that were going back and forth. I saw the video and, you know, having just flown out and flown back in this past weekend, why do people go to the airport and choose to act a fool there? I'm like, you couldn't do that at the club, the grocery store, your local fitness center. Why do y'all want to go on a plane and affect all the other people that are on the flight? And then it was frontier. Questions that need real answers, okay? Y'all have to stop fighting on these people's airplanes. Even when we were getting ready to fly out last Friday, there was a guy that walked up. First off, he was so far down the hallway and we could hear him literally yelling into his cell phone. And you, he was talking to his baby mama. Why do I know this? Because he kept reiterating that in the conversation. Baby mama was mad that he was going to Houston for the weekend. He was talking so loud and getting so crazy and belligerent that we just, everybody around just knew he was going to be the problem child on the flight. Okay. And there was another black guy and there was a Hispanic lady that actually saved his arse because they were not going to let him on the flight. Like the lady that was scanning the tickets, she's like, I'm not, she's like, we're not about to do this. We're not about to do this. No. He was acting a fool on that phone, y'all. I'm talking about literally screaming, like telling her he was going to beat her up, like a full-blown scene, y'all. It was a complete scene. And I'm worried because I'm just like, look, this flight is only two hours and 32 minutes. 
is this man having an episode? What's going on on this flight this morning? Okay. Hey, Auntie, she said everybody can't get flued out. Everybody can't get flued out. No. Some of them need to be on the, the list to not fly because they do too much. That's the problem. That's the, that's the number one issue. But yeah, these two young ladies, they literally had to stop in Denver on their way out. A flight that was only supposed to take a little while. They had to stop in Denver because those ladies was on there acting a fool. And you are seeing more and more of it. These people are getting disrespectful with the staff members. I, we, you pay too much on the airplanes. It's too much riding on. It's too many people that's waiting for you on the other side, okay, to get to your destination for people to be out here playing on these air flights, the flights, planes, the boat. I have seen fights that have almost happened on cruises. Please. Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay, so look. You all know that the writers are on strike. Where are all my people mm -hmm. that watch a little TV? All my people that watch the TV, throw your hands up at me. Probably been noticing that your show's not coming on like that. The writers are on strike, but guess what? There's another strike that's looming. The actor strike. Imagine that. Now the actors don't want to act. All I know is, is that Hollywood better do what they need to do to make the writers and the actors and actresses happy. <laughs> or there will be no fall time television, no winter television for all my TV watching folks. Unless you into reality TV like I am, there will be no scripted shows for you and your people to watch. Okay. And I don't even know if they would do the reality, the reality shows because they might stick with the the writers and the actors and actresses. Mm. So all of these things are looming. You know, it's been so many things. I'm like, is this a distraction from something bigger? <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Moving on. So something that was really unfortunate. This one hit me as a homeowner. Let me take a sip. Farmers insurance is pulling their homeowners insurance policies in Florida and California due to the hurricanes and wildfires that are taking place in both of those states. Imagine this, homeowners. <laughs> your house is just out here unsecured, literally because of your geographic location and because of the things that happen in the environment. I'm like, so y'all just going to start pulling homeowners insurance in Oklahoma where they have tornadoes? Farm, farmers insurance got some explaining to do. It's really unfortunate for those homeowners. They literally cannot help that they have property that happens to be in areas that have um, hurricanes and wildfires. <laughs> the same way that we can't control the fact that we're in the Chicagoland area and we experience flash flooding from time to time. I know so many people right now that they are dealing with the flooding of their basements and all of these different things. Shame on you all, Farmers Insurance. One thing that it was never, it was never that serious. <laughs> to pull those people's policies, imagine as a homeowner, like that that's the letter that you get. That's the notification that you get that they are going to completely pull that. Now, imagine you had them for a long time and it's probably going to be more difficult to go with other insurance carriers because they're hiking those premiums up. Why? Because of where you live at. Now, 
I, I know, you know, there's areas around me where we pay a little bit extra too because of the zones that we're in. If you're in a flood zone, you're going to pay a little bit more just because of where your house is situated. But for farmer's insurance to just pull the homeowner's insurance completely and leave those people ass out, shame. Moving along, <laughs> moving along. Speaking of some other little dirty ones, some other dirty ones. Bank of America, they have been ordered to pay $250 million for double dipping and illegally making fake accounts without their consumer's consent. Did you hear me? Now, y'all know how I feel about Bank of America. And baby, I don't work for them no more. So we could, I can go ahead. I can speak on it. <laughs> There's no NDAs as far as I'm concerned. Trash. 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 Okay. Uh, they did something even to me recently, you know, like I was looking at this. So it's no secret that I, you know, I just shared with you all the stuff as far as with the Rico case with Shein, but I've ordered from them, of course, you know, a lot. Uh, but I recognized back in April around the time that I was, uh, you know, I had taken a break from the show. I was going through my surgery and all that recovery stuff. And I noticed that there were two charges that were on there that um, were not my my charges. I'm like, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, I didn't make anything for that. Well, I ended up finding out that my debit card was compromised. And during that time, these people wanted to run up over 230 some dollars with Shein, which I'm just like this. Oh, y'all did a haul on my black ass. Like y'all did a Shein haul for me, whatever. So of course I reported it. I ended up getting it credited back. Fine. I'm thinking, I'm just like, whatever, you know, I'm like, I got another debit card, whatever. Well, July 1st, I go back and I look at my account. I'm like, what is, it's giving a dip. Y'all, they took it back and said that they presented strong evidence and said that I had like an account with them and they were able to give my address. And I'm like, well, yes, I do. I'm like, I let you all know all of the other charges that I did, but I didn't do those. So I'm currently going through an appeals process because this is the thing I could just be like, oh, it's only 200 something dollars. You know, that's fine or whatever, but that's my 200 something dollars that I would likely go and spend so that I can get myself a haul from the same supplier. But I'm like, I, I did not make those purchases. They are dirty. Even from when I was working with them, the way that they did things, the way that they were more severe as far as like, you know, disciplining their, um, you know, black and Hispanic associates versus everything. Like maybe we could, we could go on the whole thing. Check out corporate chronicles if you want to know the real deal. Okay. But they're trash and they owe those people, give them their money back. I'm trying to see if I need to sign up for something because I'm just like, I know y'all done double dipped up in my account. I know y'all have because they gave me another credit and I had to call them and tell them, you all credited this to me. Take it back. I've already received the credit. They went back in and took, took it back out. Okay. Bank of America owes every dollar. Moving along. Did y'all see the footage that was released from when Jocelyn Hernandez got arrested? Y'all, somebody called her cocaine bear, and I was screaming. I literally screamed. And I, I'm like, y'all got to stop saying that people was doing drugs and stuff out here. Y'all don't know what people was going on. But she certainly looked like that she was upset and had been a little possessed at that particular point. She was uh, she was going all the way in. 
But the video was, it was a lot, y'all. It took about three, four people to get her, get her uh, sustained at that point. So I don't know. I I'm still gonna watch the cabaret now. Now, did you all hear about? Okay, I know you all remember the doctor. Okay, Larry Nassar. Okay, with the Olympics, he did all that stuff to um, the young ladies that were on the Olympics team. So. Y'all, he was stabbed multiple times and he suffered a collapsed lung um, after an inmate attacked him in a Florida prison, okay, on Sunday. They attacked him, y'all. And guess what? You know why they attacked him? They were watching some type of sporting event and he was making inappropriate comments about the girls. Now, you all know why he's locked up in the first place, okay? Everyone knows it's not a secret. And the things that he did that were proven in court to the young ladies that were on his team. I'm going to go ahead and call it justice. I don't know about you all. We won't stay on that too long. Now, this story, y'all, let me give y'all, let me give y'all the, the other one. Shout out to the Brad and Big Booty Judy, okay? They welcomed their baby. They welcome their, their baby boy, okay? So um, shout out to them. I want to give you all that bit of news. Because y'all know we've been watching the brat and her full glow, her pregnancy. Like my, we, I, I literally saw a snippet for the show and my husband was sitting there. And he was like, it's so wild to see, you know, the brat like really with child. I'm like, I know, right? Like, how awesome is that? <laughs> you know, so shout out to them. But this last story for tonight's What's Happening, What's Up? Listen to this. Okay. New Mexico's Department of Health is urging former VIP beauty salon and spa clients to go for testing after uh, vampire facial facial procedures uh, have been linked to HIV infections. I know you all are like, what is a vampire facial? Vampire facials are popular cosmetic medical procedures in which a person's own blood is spun in a centrifuge to separate proteins and platelets. And uh, those are re-injected into the face uh, via micro needles or micro abrasions. So they take your own blood and cycle it through, clean it up, do all of that other stuff. Well, New Mexico's Department of Health is saying that if you have gone to this particular spa, you need to go and get tested for HIV. Because they just cycled in some blood that has HIV. Celebrities like Kim Kardashian and other people in her field made these type of facials uh, popular, okay? This is something that's been going on and going around for a while. What? Y'all, now they got to go and get tested for HIV. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? A vampire facial, I, I wouldn't even want it. I would not want a vampire facial. No. And for those that, because I see y'all coming in on the side. No, we're not talking about nothing nasty. The vampire facials is when they take your own blood and cycle it back through and put it in your face. So I guess you could be more flushed and blushed and ew. And then going down, y'all going to get enough of going to these other places and getting these procedures done. <laughs> 
Y'all keep going to these places that's not certified, child. They're not certified. Oh, it's too much. Anyway, that's tonight's what's happening. What's up? Okay. That's tonight what's happening. What's up? So when I come back, we're going to have tonight's topic. And we're talking about mean girls and boys as adults. Okay. I'm talking about the ones that were mean girls and mean boys and they grew up and they still mean. Okay, uh, that's what we're going to get into. But for now, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to jump right in. See you in a minute. I'm 54. So basically, it's too late to start saving for retirement, right? Not right. Starting to save even in your 50s can really make a difference. Well, right now, saving seems hard to wrap my head around. Plus, with the way this year's been going. <laughs> hey, listen, it's okay. You still got this. Just go to aceyourretirement.org. It's an online tool from AARP that can help you get your retirement savings on track no matter your age. It's free and only takes about three minutes. I like three minutes. Yeah. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. Just answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized plan and tips to help boost your retirement savings. Tips that are easy to understand and tailored to your lifestyle. I like that too. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Just head to aceyourretirement.org and make your plan to start saving for retirement. Thanks. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. And now, introducing one of the newest Boss Fluent creations, Lady. Lady is a women's fragrance that will leave men mesmerized and have you feeling beyond amazing. Its sweet and soft aroma will bring out your inner divine feminine and keep him wanting more over and over again. Lady, a Boss Fluent product coming soon. Make sure you check out our fragrances and much more online at www.bossfluentent.com. Now it's time for the Blueprint Live topic of the day. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Blueprint Live. It's your girl, Miss Michi. Let's go ahead and get into tonight's topic, okay? We are talking about men and women that were mean girls and mean boys back in the day, and they still carry that spirit with them today. As adults, grab your drinks. Let's get into it. So this has been an interesting uh, concept of a conversation that I've been having. And I've, um, you know, was able to, I talked to a, a, a couple of my friends, because you all know, before I bring a topic to the table, I'm like, we got to, we got to talk about it. We got to have some insight. And this is something that is a common theme. And it's like, I've seen it. I've experienced it. Like, have you ever met ladies? Cause we can't talk about the men. Cause I don't know too many mean boys, but I know a lot of mean girls that still carry that spirit with them as grown women. I will never, ever understand it. And like I said, I've definitely been at the, um, the ends of it. And I've been on the outside and looked like, Whoa, you're doing the most, not the lesser. What's going on here. So I want to break it down. Why do people carry those spirits with them? into being adults. Me personally, I think it's deeply rooted. I think it's deeply rooted. It's like there's something that's missing. It's something that hasn't been addressed. And I just want to know, have you all experienced it or have you done it? And for me, 
I did have it happen, uh, happen to me recently where it was just like, you know, I've had it happen on a few different occasions. I've been in some environments where like I might have been like the newbie on the block. Um, this has happened at work. This has happened within social circles uh, where it's like, OK, we're going to ice her out because we don't know her. She's new, you know, whereas like for me. I'm always, you know, if I'm meeting new people, I'm like, you know, how can we make you feel welcome? How can we make you feel kind of enveloped into whatever we've got going on? You know, um, you know, even if you are, if you're the the newbie on the block or, you know, this is your first time around, you know, and it's always so unfortunate being kind of like on the ends of that when you can see somebody purposely going out their way just to be kind of a butthole to you. It used to, it used to get on my nerves and kind of get under my skin back in the day. But I think that at my big old grown age, child, I just be looking at people now like, who raised you? Were you raised by wolves? <laughs> I, when it happened to me most recently, you could just kind of like, you could, you could feel the, the shade. You could feel like the, you know, whatever. And it just, it just gave me real high school. And I'm like, ah, I don't operate in that frequency. It's very low. It's very low. She said, no sound. Hold on. Can you all hear me? What's going on? Girl, hold on. I got, I got it. Hold on. Can you hear it now? Let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Is it still no sound, girl? I don't know. Um. As Tanya said, when childhood trauma is not healed, people drag it right into adulthood. Sounds cliche, but hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Um, I I completely agree. And it's just like you can you can tell when um Auntie Tracy girl, you better turn your volume up, ma'am, because everybody else can hear. <laughs> um, I do believe that the childhood trauma has a lot to do with it too. Like I can there were some girls that I used to, um, that I used to run with and you all have, that have been tuning in on the show. Y'all know some of the, the chronicles of that, but, um, they definitely had like, kind of like that mean girl stuff. And back in, when we were younger, it was like, they kind of used to get a little bit bullied and talked about and stuff like that. And I believe that those things, they carried that with them. So when they got to some place of superiority or, you know, just like they progressed in a certain type of way, they wanted to make someone else feel little like how they did. Right. So I, I truly do believe that it is um, that it's a cycle. Hey, cuz what's going on? My, I got my cousin. What's up, Lynn? What's up? She said, I hear now. Bye. Auntie Tracy. <laughs> you acting up tonight. But yeah, I want to go back to Auntie Tanya's comment because trauma even if it's not childhood trauma you can carry that with you so like um you know but then you can also you can carry it with you in a negative way but also in a positive way like for me i i was you know i did experience bullying and different things like that back in the day i did you know like it, it just it happened for me i was always like the tallest girl the biggest girl you know like i just i was i've always been a little bit larger than life okay so this is nothing new and I did have to deal with a lot of stuff as far as that's concerned. And I could have taken that and got older and been like, and treat people bad. But I took that and I'm like, okay, because I can identify and I know if someone feels left out or if they feel like that they are 
being shaded or whatever, whatever it may be. I'm always like, no, you know, like let's bring them along or no, like, Hey, no, come with us. Like, you know, you're good. You're, I, I do that even with strangers. Okay. If you, if, if we roll up on you and somebody making you feel uncomfortable or whatever the case is, we're going to step in and do what we need to do. So it just is what it is. So you, you know, you can take those things, but for me, I hate to see a grown man or woman just being nasty to somebody else or not, you know, just, just purposely trying to make them uncomfortable or trying to alienate them. It is literally probably one of the most disgusting things. It really is. Now she said I was a firecracker now. I might have to agree. I'm not, you know, as Tracy, honestly, when going, going back to, to Auntie Tanya's comment about the childhood trauma. Yeah. I might be seen as more of a firecracker now. Um, I, I can totally agree with that. And only because I just feel like I've I spent so much time not being silenced, but just, you know, not feeling heard. Right. So now I'm just like this. You you gonna you gonna hear me. And I actually I, I have something valuable to say. Uh, so, yeah, I am. I am a little bit of a firecracker. But with this situation. I wanted to really talk about some of the ways that you can kind of combat that because this is the thing. You can experience it in the workplace. You can experience it, uh, you know, your friend group. You, 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 can, you can be at the hands of this at any time. And it happens to women that are my age, women that are older than me, women that are younger than me. They... It's something that's missing for them, okay? Uh, let's go into Lynn's comment. She said, I went to elementary school with a mean girl and I was watching one of these shows with incarcerated women and there she was. And they call her Mama W. So, so I bet she is bullying in jail. No. See? Mm -mm. It's, it's too much. They, you know, I feel like that they just continue to bully and do those things. Because it's like, that's all that they know. That's how they're they're wired and programmed, okay? Let me get into David's comment. He said, to me, it's sometimes hard to find new friends, but I keep pushing so I find that one or a few and see what you're actually coming from. Most I talk to see to, wait, wait most I talk to see that I'm being determined and consistent and that they never see my give up attitude. From the moment I start doing something good that interests them, now I got their attention. Okay, okay. So, you know, it, it may just be, you know, people are actually trying to really like they want to really get to know you for sure. You know, and you can you can feel like when it's real or not, and not just people trying to get close to you because they are mean girls or mean boys. I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, and Lynn, the fact that you saw her and she was on the on the show and she was already incarcerated. Mm, it says a lot. Like I can remember, so when I was in when I was in elementary school, that was probably where the bulk of the bullying and everything went in. I did not start feeling like I belonged or that I was not at a place, I guess, to be like bullied like that until my freshman year of high school. Because when I got there, it was so crazy. You know, all of the things that I got that people made fun of me about when I was in elementary school. When I got to high school, I looked like I was a lot older. So they, you know, like my my looks, it was my appearance. I was like I said, I was always I was 
the tallest girl, I, you know, I mean, I, baby, I always been voluptuous even then, okay? Even when we didn't know what voluptuous was, I was. I, as my mother would say, I always been, uh, what was her word? Juicy? Yes, it was. She's always been juicy. But I, but those are the things that, like, they made fun of me when I was in elementary school and just, oh, my gosh. Like, if I told y'all some of the things, y'all would be like, damn, girl. Damn. But when I got to high school, I... You know, they thought that I was older. So I was just like immediately like, you know, I'm like making friends with girls. And they're like, what, girl, you a freshman? But they had already, you know, they was already rocking with me at that point. So they like, okay, little sis, come on. I started to feel more like I belonged. But it's just like people carry those traits of what happened to them with them. And everybody can't just drop it off. Like for me, I'm like, I'm not about to bully nobody. Oh, you a freshman? Okay. You know, what? if you need to go over to the classes, it's this way. And Okay, you might want to have some cash for this. Like, you know, be 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 the girlies and be the guys that's putting people on and, and bettering them and uplifting them. We're not being bitter adults. There's a certain level of bitterness that goes along with being a mean girl at this grown age that we are. If you're old enough to buy alcohol, you shouldn't have no reason why you out here being a mean girl or a mean boy. As an adult. It's, you're old enough to buy alcohol. You're old enough to drink coffee. And have ice cream for lunch if that's what you wanted to do. What do you have to be un upset about? <laughs> uh, David said, like, just now, I'm glad I kept my word with you, Michi. Yes, to give you those links to those places in Houston. That was the first step to friendship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to check those places out and drop them in the group chat, okay? Know that I'm going to do that, friend. Like, you know, but we won't harp too long on this particular topic. But I just had to talk about it. Because if you experienced it if you are tuning into my show and you are a mean girl or a mean boy do better step one recognize that you have a problem <laughs> get it together <laughs> lynn what is she saying she said she was tall and heavy set so she intimidated many students from taking food in lunchroom to have people do her homework <sighs> so much to say cousin so much to say but i won't say i won't say it um <laughs> It's very unfortunate when people do that. And it's like, you know, you often have to wonder, like, do you have any happiness or joy inside of you if that's how you choose to treat people? It's absolutely ridiculous. So mean girls, mean boys, let's grow up. Let's address some of those traumas and the things that are holding you back as an individual, because it's for sure holding you back. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. You all leave me some comments. Let's, you know, key in. Let me know what you're thinking about tonight's topic, okay? Uh, when I come back, we have the quote of the night to go ahead and close out. And then I've got some I've got some exciting news for y'all because I'm not going to be on next week. Shh, don't tell nobody. I'll be right back. <laughs> One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy. Or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. 
Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Hey, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in, reminding you to shop my exclusive collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, where we've got shades and everything that you need to look fly. Oh, and we also offer accessories. So, ladies, put a little bit of razzle-dazzle in your collection today. Be sure to shop with me and follow on social media at Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Grab your products today at MissMichi.com slash shop. Introducing the Roach Motel Ashtray, the greatest ashtray in the world. It's the ashtray of every smoker's dream. And the reason why is because it has a storage compartment with a lid on it, so you can keep all of your stuff away from the ashes. It's luxurious. It'll change your life. That's right, the Roach Motel Ashtray. And you can get it at www.roachmotelstore.com. Log on now and get yours today. Thank you so much for all of my listeners for tuning in. And now it's time for the quote of the night. Welcome back to the Blueprint Live. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's quote of the night before we end. Um, So in the spirit of speaking about mean girls and mean boys, okay, but this is specifically to the mean girls, okay? There is more to being classy than simply being stylish and confident. Being classy means always being kind, respectful, and polite, even to those who are unkind to you, okay? So if you have been at the hands of someone that is just acting like a pure, I'll let you fill in the blank, okay? Always keep it classy. My friends and family tell me, they like, you have a very diplomatic way of how you handle things. I don't operate on anyone else's frequency but my own, okay? That's step one. So I can't allow things to get me out of my body the same way I don't go and try to get anybody else out of their body, okay? We remain classy at all times, okay? That is definitely the word for tonight, okay? I want to thank everyone from tuning in, all of my listeners that tuned in with me on Facebook, YouTube, okay? Fluent Radio, Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media, okay? Everyone from Chicago, Jersey, Philly, and Houston, my peoples, my peoples. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, everyone that came in for the uh, the Sean White interview, I hope that you all genuinely enjoyed your time. I want to put his information up before I do let you all go, just so that you all can go and stream the Kisses album. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. This is one of those albums that you could bump all the way through. And it is all good, okay? So shout out to Sean White and for all of his supporters that came and showed some love tonight on the Blueprint Live. Um, I am out next week because y'all know, look, what I tell y'all? We we outside this summer, okay? We are outside. So uh, next week, I will be joining all of my, my good friends. Uh, shout out to SIU in Carbondale, okay? I will be going and participating in the Black Alumni Festivities. You all know that that is my, that's my college. That's my heart. 
That's my heart. Uh, so I'm going to be doing that. And I want to shout out to my Lynch family. I'm so sorry that I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, attend the uh, the family reunion. But all of my um, all of my Lynch family, everybody on that side, my mother's side of the family, I love you all dearly. And um, just, you know, much success for a beautiful event of everyone getting together. I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't wait to. Uh, you know, just just kind of delve in and look at the memories along with you all. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I know that they're going to have a blast. So uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you are following the Blueprint Media Company and uh, Miss Michi on all platforms. Literally just type it in and we pop right up. My cousin said it's going to be 200. Yes, 200 of the Lynch family members. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That is so amazing. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that that makes my heart smile. Uh, sign up for updates and you can advertise with me by visiting the bpmediacode.com. And then, of course, you can shop lavish looks at missmichi.com slash shop. Special thanks to my amazing sponsors, Black Dollar Days, Fire Infusions, and Paris Ice Bar, okay? Remember, everything is going to be hyperlinked after tonight's show on Facebook and YouTube. So make sure that you go and follow and subscribe to all of our partners and affiliates, okay? Because we got mad. We got mad. I love for them. I will see you all in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I love you too, cuz. I love you too. I love you. And as she said, me too, cuz you should go live and tag us so we can see. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Lynn, don't do that. If they ain't there, they not there. Okay. You got to get near. <laughs> you got to get near. <laughs> well, until next time, y'all, have a beautiful next couple weeks. I'll see y'all later. Bye.